Hello everybody, welcome back. This is Gina and it is Lioness Morning. So, um, let's just start first with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you praise, we give you thanks, we give you honor. We return back your love to you, even though ours is not as enough as yours. Father, we love you. Father, we appreciate you. Father, we ask for your wisdom, guidance, that we are truthful to the teachings of today, listening and hearing your voice with clarity. Thank you for your faithful love. Thank you for being everlasting to everlasting and being such a good, good God in Jesus' precious name. And thank you for being a father of our children more than we are parents to them in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> so let's just do a quick recap from last week. We spoke, we touched on a few, few subjects that on their own, they could be points of reference. They could be points of teachings for just individuals. So just in lioness moments, just to do, you know, uh, we're trying to crunch it into little bits. Just, you know, give feedback when you see these videos on what you would like us to decode much more. Any other subject that you would like us to decode even deeper so that we can have a better understanding on how to move forward, how to shape the next generation. You know, they are the, the, the ones that have the legacy and we need to lay out a very proper foundation for our children in Christ because the kingdom of the Lord is theirs. So, <clears throat> on the recap, we, we were talking basically about instilling or imparting fruits of the Spirit into our children so that they can have a good way of living so that they can live in a proper manner they can be citizens of noble character they can be citizens that you know the world will look to you know um we touched on salvation we touched most importantly on the fruit of the spirit which out of that it it gives our children a foundation to walk in humility to be people that are full of integrity, to be exemplary as their Father, Christ the Lord. So we touch on a subject that I really want to focus on, which is forgiveness. You know, we cannot forgive without loving. So if we teach our children that there is forgiveness, they will not be competitors with others. They will simply be their brother's keeper. They will be able to celebrate other children, you know, their achievements as though they were their own achievements. If they were instilled that, and that emanates from what? If we lay a foundation that is of humility and integrity, and that comes from us doing what? Instilling fruits of the Spirit in our children. So today we're going to support the forgiving part for our children with love. We're going to complement it with love because if you do not have love, you are unable to forgive. And the two, they walk hand in hand. They cannot be separated from one another. Given the fact that 
Jesus, he loved us enough to forgive our transgressions. His Father and his God, who is Jehovah, the mighty God, he had to give him up because of his love. And that love, he looked at every sinful nature within us, beginning from the time of creation, when Adam and Eve, they sinned up to this point, whereby we are all saying we are walking in grace. But that grace, it comes with hearts that are filled with love, first for him, second for his people, and third for the entire world. Hallelujah. So we're going to go into Deuteronomy 6 from verse 4. You know, I think you read through the whole book, the chapter of Deuteronomy 6. So you have a full understanding of where God was coming from when he gave Moses these instructions for his people in Israel that they should teach their children and this should go from generation to generation to generation. So as us that are children of that very same God, we are to teach this, we are to be taught that and impart it, pass it on to the generations that are to come. So Deuteronomy 6 verse 4, it, it goes as follows. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your heart. Can we teach our children to love the Lord, their God, our God, our forefathers God, with all their hearts, with all their souls, with all your soul. I know that my soul, when it says yes to the love of God, it goes full on, which is what we need to impart into our children. And with all your strength, everything that you do, if you are a jogger, that strength that you put into jogging should be the strength that you love the Lord with. If you are one that works, that strength that you put into your work, with that work in other words, the effort that you put in everything that you do, that's how much you should love the Lord. Remember in Ephesians 3.20, his love, it says it is immeasurable. Without any understanding, we cannot fathom, we can never fathom the love of God for us. So verse 6 continues to say, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. That was Moses talking to the children of Israel, saying to them, The Lord says, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. Which words are those? The words of love. It is the biggest commandment ever. You shall teach them diligently to your children. Diligently to your children. Meaning with passion. You should break it down to your children. And shall talk of them when you sit in your house. So your house should be a house of love. It should be governed by love. The charity that should begin in your home for your children, it should be the charity of love. So, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, 
when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. So your being, your movements, your doings, your daily dealings, they should all be from love, about love, on love. Yeah? Cool. So you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You know how cows are going around with that clock and you would recognize them with the sounding of that clock, um, the bell, I'm sorry, the bell. When With the sound of the bell, you know that your cows, your herd of cows are coming. So that's how your love should be like. That you are love. You walk in love. The language you speak is love. And this is what we ought to speak to our children. Why is this so important? You know, people, sh it should be the, de the definer of all of us. It should be the epitome of our DNA. So, if you're going to teach our children about forgiveness, the responsibility of the forgiveness part, it is emanating from a point of love. So, children that are full of love, they should have learned it from home. How do you learn it from home? You tell your children that you love them every day, whether they are right or they are wrong, whether it is a moment of reprimand or whether it is a moment of glory in the home, whether they did well in school or they, they, they broke something in the house, a classmate, you, you, you distribute that with love, from a point of love. You can punish them, but make them understand that it is coming from a point of love. It isn't coming from a point whereby the children are full of fear. Oh yes, I have gripped my mom in so many ways that at some point I actually thought that she didn't love me in any way. But in hindsight, you are thinking, oh, I am taught a way in a way that I should go as a child. And that was coming from a point of love. What is it that I need to do? Maybe I need to forgive myself or maybe I need to go to my mom and ask for forgiveness. Because we as children, we would say, oh no, she's grieving me, she's grieving me. When she's really not, she is trying to instill a way in which you should go as a child. Because if you are not given a basic, a foundation, the word of God says, when foundations are broken or destroyed, what can the righteous do? So if we do not lay a foundation of love and forgiveness, you know, in parallel, how are our children going to go? They are going to go in a way that they are competing with their peers. They are going to go in a way that they cannot accept certain circumstances around them. They are not able to rise above situations. Because they are not coming from a point of, I can forgive this situation. Because I also expect to be forgiven. So, from the fruit of the Spirit, let us instill the biggest of them all, which is love. As we see in 1 Corinthians 13, when Apostle Paul was talking to, to the Corinth church, you know, they were the most gifted church, or one of the gifted church. 
they could speak in in tongues they could interpret they had all the gifts of the spirit but he was saying to them if you do not have love within you what is the point you are like an empty symbol making just the loudest noise so what are we to teach our children for them to forgive others they will also be forgiven because Forgiveness, it is emanating from a point of love. Loving hearts, hearts that are loving, are unable to harbor hate or unforgiveness for that matter. So I will just go to, I, I encourage you to read the whole chapter of 1 Corinthians 13 for your child and break it down. You know, it was the biggest thing for me when I had to tell my 10-year-old that, um, I think it was even two years ago when he was eight, that I said to him, you know, my boy, Jesus loves you much more than mommy and daddy. The reason being mommy and daddy can disappoint. At times, we can promise him certain things. For him as a child, when you make a promise to him and you do not fulfill, it means you don't love him. But when you buy my youngest a toy, that's when I hear the most I love you, mommy, than when I don't buy him anything. If he says, mommy, buy me a toy, and I'm like, I postpone, he just walks away. But if I tell him, I will buy you that transformer today, my son will be coming to me and giving me so many adorable and sweet and warm hugs. And with the words, I love you, mommy. So we ought to teach them that if they abide in the greatest of the three basic things that Christ requires from us, as Paul was teaching the Corinthians, he had said in verse 13, and now abide, Faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of this is L-O-V-E, love. Is it a hard thing? It is not a hard thing. Love, it's not a choice. It is a command. And where does it begin? It begins at home. It doesn't mean that a circumstance whereby a child has never experienced love or never saw it in their home, they can't know how to love. It is easy for somebody to love because it is in our nature, it is in our DNA, especially when we know, certainly as Christians, as believers in Christ the Lord, that He is love. When we do not have love, you know, it takes us to that scripture that if you love God, whom you do not know, but yet you cannot love your own brother, then you don't have love. How do our children become their brother's keeper? Their brother is not their biological brother alone. Even their neighbors, even their peers, their classmates, those are their brothers. Are we to teach our children that only their brothers are Christian brothers, even the ones that are still yet to find out about the love of Christ that they see in our children? Those are their brothers. Because remember, Christ loved the children. He had said, the kingdom of God is theirs. Because he knows that you will smack him now, but in two seconds, when you call him back to you, he will still give you that warmth of love. Even though he would not say to you, I love you at that moment because you have smacked him, but the hug, you can feel it from their hug, that it is coming from a place of love. So let us teach our children that with love, the responsibility from love is forgiveness. And the responsibility from forgiveness is love.
So, parents out there, out of instilling the fruit of the Spirit, let us emphasize the biggest, the greatest of all, which is love adjacent to forgiveness. Or maybe forgiveness adjacent to love. Because you can't do one without the other. So with that being said, the fruit of the Spirit comes from a loving heart. A loving heart of the Holy Spirit who teaches us, who trains us to love with all our hearts. Let His love permeate too much in us. Let His love be rooted deep in our hearts enough to love others, to love our children, to hug them daily, whether they have done good or they have done bad. Let us not only show our children the bad, but let us also show them the good. Let us compliment them even in the bad, not only in the good, because they all come from a place of love, which is a blessing from the Lord. With that being said, I love you and I love my children and I love your children like they were my own. And for that, may the Lord bless you. Let's bow in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your everlasting love. The love that we do not understand, the intensity and, and the, 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 the width of it, the strength of it. We are yet to understand. And Father, open the hearts or the understanding of our hearts to your love. Because you have loved us so much that you've given us your only begotten son. And for that we say thank you so much, Abba Father. For such love. We do not deserve your love, Father. But you still shower us with your love without holding our faults unto us. Father, for that we say lifted high is your name. You are a good, good, faithful and loving shepherd. In Jesus' precious name.